Welcome to Jets Rewind. I'm Marty Shupak, and welcome to th- today's podcast. We're recording this on Saturday, January 28th, 2023, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And this podcast is brought to you by tballamerica.com. Whether it's T-Ball or the college scholarship, check out tballamerica.com. I'm joined by Ray Clifford, who's in Marysville, Ohio. Ray, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Looking forward to some good football tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, good football. We're going to be joined by Ralph in a few minutes. And, you know, Ray, I was just thinking when we first met, just so the fans know, it was up in Cortland. I think we yep. were just happened to be standing next to each other. Yeah, that first year they were doing the workouts in the in the stadium as opposed to the outside fields. And I had just gotten there, was just kind of watching from the from the railing that kind of borders the the field and you came walking up with here's a uh here's a list of the roster and numbers <laughs> right i was trying to promote the podcast yeah. i put the podcast on top yeah then we got to talking yeah. anyway ray as we're waiting for ralph it's um it's all aaron Rodgers. whether you we like it whether we don't like it but we secured our offensive coordinator in Nathaniel Hackett, we secured our offensive line coach in Keith Carter, and um, it's on we go. Now it becomes the exciting part. So I want to ask you, Ray, I'm going to ask Ralph too in a minute, forgetting about what we have to give up. If I gave you a choice, who would you like to be the quarterback of the Jets next year? Aaron Rodgers, um, Derek Carr, or Jeremy Garoppolo, who would you take? Well, you, you say forget what we're giving up, but that's a lot. I, of- I just want to go in ability. Well, okay, if cost and all that wasn't a factor, doesn't mean a thing. Just give me a name, Ray. Yeah, I'd I'd probably go with Rogers first. Okay, all right. Or we're Garoppolo here. before Carr, actually. Although Garoppolo worries me with the injuries, he knows he's very good in the system. What well, good is he if he's injured, though? Well, yeah, but uh, well, hey, Ralph, you can welcome. That about you know, any of them could get injured. You know, so, but you would take Aaron Rodgers, right? First would be right. Aaron Rodgers. If nothing, right. you know, if if, if cost was or cost or draft picks wasn't an issue, right? You know, Ray, it's funny. Uh, you ever hear when they try to ask a politician a yes/no question? No. Well, that's why I tried with you. If you had three no. choices, but that's okay. That right, isn't Ralph, that easy. I know. <laughs> Can Ralph, you see me? can you see me? I do no. not see you, Ralph, but I can hear you. Okay. Well, well you're on the air, so while you're getting the uh, the uh, visual set up, I'm going to ask you the same question. Yeah, I can't. I'm on Tammy's computer. I can't figure it out. Go on. Forgetting about the, the cost doesn't mean anything. These three quarterbacks, who would you ha- rather have? Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers? Easy. I'd go Carr, Rodgers, Garoppolo. Really? Yeah. Okay, so ability-wise, you think the Jets as a team have more upside with Derek Carr? Well, I think he's younger, and uh, I I think he's, uh, you know, Rodgers, I don't I don't know how much he has left, but uh, I'd still take him over Garoppolo because I never liked Garoppolo, and I think he's overrated. As Brock Purdy is proving right now, and uh, I think Carr, you know, Carr's in his prime, and he's strong. He's he's durable, 
Yeah, and uh, the and also if we get car, we settle that really quickly. Um, there you go. Right. Not which, worth the wait, huh? Uh, yeah. Which it, and what I don't understand, Ray. I don't know if uh, Samini or anybody ever wrote out the scenarios of the timeline, which I, I don't understand yeah. where you can make a trade. Can you make a trade for Rogers, but not announce it till after June 1st? I don't know what the parameters are. Have you heard anything about that, Ray? No, but I mean, basically they aren't going to do it before June 1st because it'll cost Green Bay a lot more money. So I don't think Green Bay is going to be willing to trade them before June 1st, unless you really, you know, throw the, everything at them. Um, and I, I just, I, I think they're going to try and save some money if they trade them. But, but uh, my question is the tactical wise, maybe Ralph, you know, I thought like uh, last year with the Rams quarterback, you could make a trade and say the parameters are set, but it won't go into an effect after June 1st. So I'm just, I, I, don't know, I hope you can, because I cannot see, Teams waiting till June first on the possibility of Aaron Rodgers, who's kind of flaky. Uh, I feel like they'd have to have a backroom handshake on this thing early in the game. Um, but of course, does that mean Aaron Rodgers is in on it? Because he'd have to be. Can, can you trust him? Because if they let all these other quarterbacks get taken up, and then suddenly they're left holding the bag in June, that's that would be a disaster. Well, uh, Ray, that might be motivation enough to move on Derek Carr. I'd well, be fine. Yeah, I think I think teams should move on these other quarterbacks. Yeah. As we've talked about, Marty, numerous times, I'm not high on the Aaron Rodgers just simply because of what I think it'll cost. Um, and that's too many draft picks that I think we need. And it's more like a one-year rental, too, if we're lucky. So, you know, when you were taking all the parameters out of the mix and just said, who would you want? That, you know, right. that's why I went with Rodgers. But my first choice would be wait for Derek Carr to get cut and negotiate a deal with Derek Carr. Don't trade for him. I don't want to trade for anybody because these guys are going to want at least a first round pick, if not more. And I'm Well, not, the thing I'm is, someone him. else might trade for him, though. That's well, so be it. I, I, I just don't like. I, I think we got too many things. I, yeah, I think it. Joe Douglas makes an offer to them. I don't think he offers big, but he he he, yeah. he gives them something and hopes that nobody else. Right. Is I could see throwing a better offer, throwing a low ball offer at them, but I'm not gonna. I, I don't know about low giving, ball, but not high. Ball. Well, when I say low ball, not two first rounders like they're gonna no, probably no. expect. You know, well, maybe a second and something. Okay, but. Just so you know, you just got to hope nobody else is going to top it, you know. Right. A quick update is that uh, about, um, let's see, it's five, about six hours ago, I heard um, Brian Costello, who was on um, uh, FAN. And according to him, it's not going to cost the Jets uh, two first round picks. What Whoa. he said, according to him, well, hold it, Ray. What he said, I know. <laughs> he thinks, he thinks, It'll cost something like a second this year and something else could be a first, could be a second next year. You're talking about Carr? No. no I think they're talking about, about Rodgers. They're talking about Rodgers. Yeah. Carr, I don't see why they have to give up anything. They don't, unless, but somebody, like Ralph said, somebody else might, and then you're 
You know, you yeah, don't. I mean, if, you know. if nobody else, if one only one team makes an offer, then uh, Raiders are going to take it yeah. probably. Well, I think they're going to. I think they're going to get Ralph, a bunch Ralph, of offers. Ralph the, and Ray, Derek Carr has a no trade clause. Exactly. Okay, he's not going to okay any trade he doesn't want. That's number one. Number two. If uh, I'm Derek Carr, I would say, why should I okay any trade and weaken the team I'm going to go to when I can negotiate with them three days after the Super Bowl? I think the point I think the point is teams are still going to make an offer just in case. So if he agrees to and everything, that would be in the Raiders best interest because they uh, then they get something for him. It's in. In a way, it's in his best interest because his deal that he has stays intact unless he thinks he can negotiate a better one. Um, and But most teams, I think, are going to want to negotiate something a little more cap-friendly to them than what he has in place right now. So, well, The thing about Derek Carr is if he's got so much control, are the Jets an attractive team to him? Well, that that that's it. That's what you have to figure out. But the point is, Ralph, at least that's something you could get out of the way quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you stand. Believe me, can you imagine so, sitting around till June waiting on the possibility it, of Rodgers? It, it, it won't be till June, but but I'm guessing. I'm not guessing. I'm sure that you know on on uh, uh, Joe Douglas's computer, he he's got like anywhere from like one to ten scenarios with all, with all these other quarterbacks. So well, I, as far right. as Rodgers, though it. it it is June first. Even you know, first of all, like we said, he's got to he's got to kind of be in the mix. They aren't going to make a deal without any assurances from him. So, and unless he's in on the deal, which I don't see him because he's he's more and more like Favre every every year, where he's got to play the. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. I, I think he just enjoys the attention as much as he makes it sound like he's thinking about it. I think he likes uh, everybody talking about him, but you know, who knows, maybe he really is mulling it over, but he's got to agree to it or, or what good at June 1st is still the issue because they've got to decide on him or Carr well in advance of June 1st. Okay. Uh, and Carr, oh, um, Favre and, and Rogers are <clears throat> the same age. When they just got far and went out there looking at Rodgers. Instinctively, who would who do you think was in better shape and had a younger, you know, was younger as far as uh, football years goes? Because I, I think Rodgers, uh, there was something about Favre, you know, he seemed like he... He looked done. <laughs> well, 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 let me ask you this, Ralph, I, I, which I, I had asked Ray during the week. And don't say anything, Ray. The year after he was on the Jets, he was with the Vikings. Guess how many touchdown passes he threw at the Vikings? Well, they were they they almost went to the Super Bowl. He had a right. great year. He had a really good year. You know how many touchdown passes he had? Uh, 30. 41. 41. Guess how many interceptions? Uh, 10. Seven. Yeah, he had a great year. And they great almost, year. They, they were, uh, you know, a couple of plays from beating New Orleans and getting to the Super Bowl. That Which, was it. Then he interestingly, the yeah. interestingly enough, the the play that put him out of the Super Bowl was a horrible pick he threw over the right. middle of the field. <laughs> and even the announcers for the Vikings went nuts over it. Right. <laughs> you ever hear that play call? But And uh, I believe in the Super Bowl, they, they play uh, – Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning threw a pick six or something to, yeah. uh, to blow that game. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
R Ralph, if, if let's say they go with Carr, and you guys were talking about the trading for him before that three day period is up, I don't think uh, the Raiders have a lot of leverage as far as getting draft picks. Do you? Um, like I said, it depends on, you know, if there's a team out there that's willing to show it out, you know, I don't think Douglas is that type of guy. He, he values his draft picks more than a lot of other teams do. So I think he'd make an offer, but I don't think it would be an insane offer. Now, how, how many teams were in the market for Derek Carr? I don't know. We talked about that. New Orleans is in it. I, I would I would bet he'll give them a list of teams before it hits that. I would. Yeah, you're it. probably right. So they know who they can negotiate with. Yeah. And who knows if the Jets will be on that list? They may not. I mean, I think, well, the, the downside is that you've heard he's not a great cold weather quarterback. And he hasn't, there's not a lot of stuff, but I, I think he's had about a dozen games in sub 40 weather and it hasn't been good. But, um, but beyond that, I think the Jets have a lot that could entice him because when he sees that they were basically a quarterback away this year, and if they fix up their offensive line, I think he's got a lot of reason that he might, you know, be interested in coming here. Yeah, you know, the cold weather thing is interesting. Peyton Manning was never a cold weather quarterback. When he went to Denver and he, he did well for a few years. So, yeah, you uh, know, it might I, be I think that's a small overblown. sample size. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, I, I just want to say one thing. I know – we all like Joe Douglas and we like the way he values draft picks, but there's also a question is what sort of mandate has Woody Johnson given to him? Cause I heard he was like beside himself with the losing streak at the end of the year and not scoring a touchdown in the three games. So <laughs> what's wrong with that? No. And, and look, I mean, he said he came out, he said he's willing to spend money. So, you know, he might just overrule Joe Douglas. We don't know about that. In, in, his, in as much as, uh, what, uh, Derek Carr or paying? You think he'd shell out the kind of money to get Lamar Jackson? I'm saying that if Joe Douglas, if his floor, let's just, I'm just picking something. Let's say a third-round draft pick for Derek Carr, Woody Johnson might say, no, I want him. I don't care if, of course, it's a first-round pick. Mm. He might overrule him. That's my feeling. Okay? It happens. Um, I think Joe Douglas would go give a second-round pick for Derek Carr. If he could get him for a second-round yeah. pick, he could do it. This year's? Huh? Yeah. I think I don't think a first-rounder, though. You what, know, do you I, think? what he could do, though, if he did give you up the second-round pick, was drop back 10 slots and then get another second-round pick. You know, I was just looking at the offensive tackles. There, there, there will be offensive tackles there. There will be from twenty to forty-five. Yes. Yeah, there's uh, there's three studs. There's three studs. Although I've besides seen... that, it's deep. They're just not first-round picks. Right. Plus, yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's got a guy who go late right. first, early second. Tennessee. They yeah, have another Tennessee. one. Um, and I've heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and, and it's of the top three. I see. A, a Broderick Jones is pretty much always third. The other two go one, two. But Broderick Jones, I see dropping down in some drafts like right. in the 20s. So, yes. you know, who knows? Because he, he, he doesn't have a lot of experience. But, you know, he started left tackle this year for Georgia. So that's something. Besides that, there are three centers from uh, – there's one from Arkansas, Minnesota, and Ray near you, Ohio State. 
And I, and I think they're actually undervaluing all three of them, to be honest with you. So they can get, you know, one of those guys. I want to circle back to this uh, quarterback situation. But I just want to talk about the offensive coordinator uh, and the um, offensive line coach. But first, uh, just a, I, I don't even know if it's a trivia question, but I'll ask it. You can think about it. In 2019, the uh, Alabama, are they the Tide, Ralph? Rolling Crimson Tide. Crimson yeah. Tide. They had four quarterbacks in their quarterback room, 2019. Think about it, and we'll discuss who they are at the end of the show. I okay? tell you right now, Hurts, Tal- Tal- uh, Tal- and uh, uh, Mac Jones, and uh, Tua, and uh, I don't know, was uh, was uh, Young there? Uh, what's his Bryce name? Young there yet? Bryce I don't Young. know. Yeah, I like the way you guys listen. Wait till the end of the show. Well, I, I, I <laughs> by the end of the show, I might have forgotten it. All right, so go ahead, Ralph. You give me those three again. Uh, Tua, Mac Jones, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Ray, anything I, else? I don't know who the fourth might be. Well, apparently, uh, Tua's brother was there before he transferred to oh, Maryland. That's cheating. Tua, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's pretty interesting, though. For uh, <laughs> Four guys that are going to be NFL quarterbacks or or already are NFL quarterbacks. Okay, anyway, uh, old news, they hired uh, Nathaniel Hackett. I give it a thumbs up. Ray, what do you give it? Oh, I was was happy with that. I mean, I I don't think as much as everybody thinks it was to lure Aaron Rodgers and all that. We heard the same thing when he went to Denver, and he didn't end up there either. I, I just... I just like that he uh, – I think we're going to keep the basically the same system in place and if we can fill some pieces. And I just think he uh, is more prepared for this job than LaFleur was. Down the line, LaFleur – and, you know, Ralph made the joke that watch LaFleur is going to, you know, be like the best offensive coordinator next year or something. But uh, I think down the line, LaFleur will turn into a good one very possibly. But right now, I think he was overmatched, and I think Hackett – uh, bring some stability there. Right. And, and how about you, Ralph? Give us your reaction to uh... I, I feel kind of neutral about it. I, I look, you know, like most guys who have been around the league for a while, he's had some good moments and some bad moments. Mm-hmm. I think to me, his his greatest achievement was what he got out of Blake Bortles for a couple of years in Jacksonville, much more so than Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers is sort of on automatic pilot. Um <laughs> I, you know, and, and I, I don't have any uh, issue with the fact that his father was Paul Hackett because Paul Hackett, when he was with the Jets, was here for four years. And they won. Uh, they were in the playoffs three out of four, which the Jets have never had a four-year stretch like that in their history. I'm not saying it's because of Paul Hackett, but I'm saying if, if Paul Hackett is as bad as some Jet fans think, then I guess the offensive coordinator is not that is not as important as we think he is because, like I said, they made the playoffs three out of four years. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's you know the stench of the that Denver uh, situation with with Hackett is you know is very fresh, but of course most offense most coordinators who are good at coordinators are not going to be good head coaches. It's just the way it is. It's a completely different job. And uh, I don't think you can judge him on that. I know leading into the Denver game, I remember hearing Salah speak really highly of Hackett, you know, and uh, 
as it turns out, at that point, they had a really strong defense. Right. And, uh, you know, he was, Sal was saying, you know, they're this close to uh, to having a winning record, just a couple of plays here and there. So I'm not really surprised at it. <clears throat> a little surprised that Hackett took the job. He had all four years on his contract, and the Jets, a team without a quarterback and without an offensive line. I'm not a little surprised, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, well, Ralph, um, you have to go back to, if you remember last year, the Denver job was a very desirable job. Yeah. Denver. So it says something that uh, they went out and got this guy because he would have gotten a different head coaching job. Ralph, you mentioned Jacksonville. I did a little bit of a dive uh, as far as his offensive coordinator, and, and I thought really one of his best years Listen to this. When he was with the Buffalo Bills 2013, they were 6-10. and 10. His offense was 19th in the league. Uh, they averaged 21.2 points per game. Guess who his quarterback was? E.J. Manuel. E.J. Manuel, uh, who was 4-6, and six, and his backup played five games, his second string. Ray, you know who his backup was? Nathaniel Peterman. <laughs> no, Thaddeus Lewis. And the third string quarterback. Yeah, that was the game. second guess. <laughs> the third string quarterback started one game, Jeff Tool. And that year, his wide receivers were Robert Woods, Steve Johnson, and a tight end by the name of Scott Chandler. The oh, running yeah. back, Scott Chandler, don't know who he is. Yeah, I oh, remember him. Yeah. He was yeah. decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred Jackson, C.J. Spiller were, were the running backs. Right, so yeah. They were a might, heavy team that year, I believe. Uh, yeah. that, was the... that might be one of his better jobs. And, of course, the <laughs> head coach was my favorite, Doug Marone. And the next year, they actually went 9-7 uh, and seven with Kyle Orton, I believe, a quarterback. But they yeah, it was played. a mediocre quarterback, too. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, when a guy, you know, takes a mediocre quarterback and he and he shows something, that's almost as good as – you take Aaron Rodgers and you're one of the top five. So uh, I agree with you. That's that's not bad. It's not bad. And, and also, I like the fact that even though he didn't call the plays in Green Bay, Ray, he was the red zone uh, coach. So right. I believe he had input in the, those plays, and they did a pretty good job, not this year, but the couple of years before in a row. I think they were, I think they were middling this year. Um but a lot of his well, this year he wasn't there. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Um, but but um, the 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 point is, and Ralph always verifies this that I'm obsessed with red zone offense, and ours stinks. So well, I I was thinking about his red zone offense with Denver. It was like middling, and uh, but it Denver, yeah. it. He, well, he's he's big on the run game, and that's where we're going to have to. That's why we're showing up the line. But um, but if he hadn't lost, what was his name? The running back for Denver hadn't gone down. They were their offense was doing okay when they could run the ball, but once he right, was, uh, what's his name? Michael Carter's uh, teammate, uh, Javante Williams. Williams uh, right. Have. Yeah, well, also, it uh, Robert Sala's press conference, I guess, one or two days ago, and, you know, a lot of these press conferences, as we know, that they, they usually don't say anything. Oh, God, but, they're so boring, and yeah, then the but, questions are so awful. Yeah, but the one thing he did say <laughs> is that the two things they were definitely going to do was to get a veteran quarterback and to revamp the offensive line. So 
look, it's it's no <laughs> surprise. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I kind of like that he said it. You know what I mean? All right, let's let's circle back to the quarterback situation. Um I mentioned to you, I listened to uh, Brian Costello was on the radio, I was on FVN earlier. And when the host asked him, like, gun to your head, who, who, who do you think is going to jet quarterback next year? Guess who he said? Ray, start with you. Who who said? Uh, Brian, Brian Costello. Brian Costello. Rider. Yeah. No idea. Uh, I'll tell no. you, it doesn't matter. Jimmy Garoppolo. I was just I knew I... Garoppolo. <laughs> I was just saying, because I know <laughs> I've listened to some of his podcasts. He likes Garoppolo a lot. You, you know, it's funny, Ralph. Every day I read an article now that Jimmy Garoppolo might be ready for the Super Bowl. And oh, yeah. I'm saying, you got to be kidding. He's not going to see the field. I if they make the that. Super Bowl, it's going to be Purdy. He's not going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this be. is like a uh, Drew Bledsoe Brady thing. Um, you got to go with the hot hand. I don't think they're going to beat Philly, but they could. And, uh, yeah, if they did, you know that uh, Bryce Hall was uh, Brees Hall was uh, with Purdy's roommate for two years. Uh huh. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I have. I used to work with a guy that was a uh, Ohio State graduate, so I get these texts and emails like once a week. Ohio State or Iowa? State? Iowa State. I'm sorry, Iowa State for like the last, <laughs> actually for the last ten years. So it's been. You're kidding. No, he's good. Oh, yeah. is that why you were so high on Matt Campbell? Uh, <laughs> it could have been, yeah. Anyway, it's funny because I coached his son in baseball, and he's the associate AD, Ralph, at Stony Brook right now. Oh, really? <laughs> which, is, which is interesting. Anyway, okay, back to the quarterbacks. I mean, we're beating it like a dead horse, but everyone else is. And I'll tell you, you listen to talk radio in New York, it, like I do almost you know, 24 hours a day, and it reminds me of um, two other times where it was just all talk about the Jets. I'll just tell you, one was Brett Favre when he became a Jet or was about to become a Jet. And the other, I remember, was um, uh, Ray, you, you know, like this, Bill Parcells. It was unbelievable. And he left the New Patriots. Became the, the, first, the best part was the rumors. As the rumor world was going on, you know, all these denials, all, everything was about Bill Parcells. But now everything is about Aaron Rodgers. Ralph wants um, Derek Carr. Marty wants Aaron Rodgers. Ray is kind of up in the air, depending upon the compensation. Is that right, Ray? <laughs> yes, that's definitely right. I mean, okay, well, Ray, let me go back and say. Ray, forget Ray. Forgetting about compensation of the three, who do you think would give them the best chance? That's what I asked him before you came on. Go ahead, Ray. Tell him what you said. Well, no, I said no, but you were still saying forget about compensation. Yeah, and, that's what Ralph said. That. Yeah, but um, and I said just strictly as a quarterback, I like, I like, uh, but I'm just talking about one year, and and I'm not talking about long term. One Say it Ray. Right. I would take, I would take Rodgers for okay. one year. All right, but if and, you're talking as a guy that we can have for ten years, I want Carr if they. If it's the right deal, because you don't want to give up multiple. I don't want to give up picks. a bunch of picks, and I don't. I don't want to have to trade for Carr and take on that contract that he has now. I want to Ray, sign free agent. We haven't been. The Jets haven't been in the playoff in twelve years. I don't care. 
In those 12 years, that will sustain us. they've had 16 first-round picks. To me, I don't think it makes much of a, much of a difference. Well, we didn't I mean, have Joe Douglas as our GM. All I, I, I so. understand. He could miss also. He can. But, he did. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, I, and I know, and I'm the first one to admit, if they do get him, and let's say worst-case scenario, they give up two firsts and a second, which they never will, and he breaks his other thumb first day of training camp. That, <laughs> yeah. Those things happen. What are you going to do? But I say, take a shot. This team is ready to go. Another thing I'll say is this. And Ray, I know we discussed that they have too many holes. There are a lot of other holes. But I maintain, I don't know how many of those holes on defense you could really count just because there were so many darn three and outs. They were on the field all year. I, I'll, I'll give you that on the line. I'll give you that a little bit with the linebackers, but we need to upgrade the safeties. Jo, Jerome Whitehead, or is it Jerome? Jerome, Jerome Whitehead of Marquette Warriors. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but George Jordan Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead. We yeah. were still a top five defense, Ray. Well, based on what? PFF? You know, I, no, I don't, no, no, no. All the stats. I mean, no, the defense was, but I'm talking, we. We have uh, two safeties who cost us. The jo- Jordan Whitehead thought he was Ronnie Lott and didn't have to wrap guys up, and and Joiner got burned numerous times. We need I mean, an upgrade. They, they will be able to replace players. Uh, I th- I don't think they're going to get rid of both safeties. I think Joiner's going to go. I do too. I think Whitehead's um, going to be there. You know, I they, like Tony Adams. Yeah, they have they have six picks, but if if you get Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is playing at a level, not his MVP level two years ago, but better than he played last year. That that'll cover up a lot of problems on defense. I and I don't think there are that many on defense. I think it's the offensive line. You got to get the offensive line. You nice. get the offensive line, Rodgers or Carr, right. and then we get so some then, running attack going, and then we right. can yeah, do and you keep you keep the uh, the other team off the field. That, that makes all the difference in the world. Now, uh, the offensive line right. coach is a run guy. Nathan Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, actually uh, is, is a run guy too. And uh, yes, he is. they have they have talented runners. They got to get an offensive line. I think they're going to keep Connor McGovern. I think there are just too many moving parts that they have to replace. I, I think yeah. that I, now he he's his contract is up. I think they signed him for another year. I just well, feel like Joe Douglas feels like there are just too many holes for him to stick fingers in the dike. And right. If he, at least, you know, I'm not crazy about him. Maybe they draft the center in the fourth round or something like that. Maybe he's ready or not. If we can get uh, another guard and, and maybe a tackle, whether a it's tackle free agent a guard, or something. Yeah. And, I, well, and keep, I'm okay with keeping McGovern, but we really you know need, we yeah. can't rely on you-know-who. <laughs> no, you can't. But, I mean, I think is Tomlinson here for another year? Is that, if that's a yes. Maybe he'll then, have a bounce back here. Then their guards are, are kind of set. Yeah. Um, and if they keep Herbert. They need a tackle, but do they need one or two tackles? That's the question. And what yeah. do they look at Beckton? Do they look at him as whatever you get from him? It's gravy. We can't count on him. Or uh, or do they think uh, Max Mitchell can step in next year and be a right he's back? I, I liked what Mitchell did while we had Yes. Him. Yes. Here's my thing, though, and, and when I always right. say this to Marty is I'm, I don't want a one-year run and then here we go back to the – crap pile again trying to rebuild or fill holes because things didn't work out 
I want to, I want them, I want to be in a position where we're in the playoffs for the next 10 years. Absolutely. That would be the, that would be the preferable, but um, you know, if we had a one year run and and we went down, it doesn't, if you do it right, a team can turn around quickly. How many teams have turned around like three times in the last 12 years when the Jets have just been on their We never do. It can be done if you know how to do it. Philly is unbelievable. Right. No. Super Bowl, Philly. they absolutely bottomed out. They're back in the Super Bowl practically. The Steelers, they're right. always yeah. competing. Right. I, I, I'll say this, though, Ray, and I think I mentioned this, that if you look the last two Super Bowls, they both picked up a quarterback for that year. You know, Tom Yo, Brady, hey, look, Ray, if they picked up, and if Stafford. they picked him up and we gave away the farm and we went to the Super Bowl and, God forbid, win it, I mean, I'd be like, okay. Uh, you know, I'm right. Obviously, right. If, you know, I'd be okay if we even just went to the just, uh, division, the conference championship. To me, uh, look, I'm tired of going I, to the championship. And that <laughs> well, it's every time it happens, though, we're that's right. that's it. That's the end of the line. Ray, I, I'm not in love with with mortgage in the future. Let me just get that. You know, I want to state that for the record, but. What the Rams did, and they rolled the dice. They could have very, very well lost one of their first two games. All right, they were more of a complete team than us, too. Okay, but but they rolled the dice and it paid off. Right. Okay, and I'm willing, if it's not like two number ones and a number two, I'm. What are you? What What, what are you willing? Are your upper offer for Rogers? What would that be, Marty? This year, number two, and a conditional number one next year, twenty four, because he could retire. You don't know that. Okay, so he's got to come back for the. Of course, uh-huh. yeah, I think I think that's fair, and I don't, and and I don't think Green Bay is negotiating from a tremendous amount of strength. Just like I don't think, again, I don't think the Raiders are negotiating with a tremendous amount of strength, except the fact, Ralph, that you said how many teams are interested, but yeah, he's got the no if, trade clause. And if there's one team that's willing to sell out and uh, do it, it's all it takes. That's the thing. Yeah. Is there is Washington a team like that? You know, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I know. would bet that uh, from Green Bay standpoint, they want a list of teams, and then they want to let those teams know who they are. You know, get that list out there. Well, the, so Ralph, the one thing I'll say to you, which I heard also on the radio, uh, apparently, which is the great news for Ralph, Ray, Morty, and other Jet fans. <laughs> apparently, Frank Wright likes Derek Carr a lot. So we have to see if if they're in the running for him, you know, uh-huh. which which would be interesting. And All right, they they have good they have draft picks and they also trade them a lot. You know, look at what they gave up for Darnold. If they gave that up for Darnold, what do you think he'd give up for uh, Derek Carr? I know, that's it. Would Derek Carr go there? I don't know, but that's it. We'll have to see. Warm right. weather. Well, yeah. it also it comes into uh, factoring too. Some of these old guys. And even though you could say they don't need the money, but the fact that, you know, New York, New Jersey has a state income tax and other states don't, that could come into, uh, you know, the uh, picture. Yeah. When you're talking that much money, it is. Yeah. You know, and again, you could say, well, they have all the money they need. You know how these guys are. Ralph, it reminds me of the old story you told me a number of years ago when a guy was uh, interviewing on the Nick game after the uh, game. And um, I forgot who it was, some superstar. And he was hanging And after the interview, he said, um, when do I get my free Walkman? It was like- <laughs> <laughs>
And it reminds me of another old story where, you know, uh, we have a, a friend that knew the uh, Williams family in Mount Vernon. And it was a, f- a friend of my brother, Stu Cohen. He knew them well. And, and Our Williams family, you don't mean Serene, you mean Gus and Ray. Gus and Ray, yeah. And uh, and actually, I think Sam Williams was another brother. Anyway, he saw, uh, this is the middle of their contracts, and he saw Ray Williams on the street. And and my, he's coming back from lunch, and he, and Stu says, hey, Ray, I, I heard uh, your mom's moving. Uh, when is she moving? And he's just like sitting on a uh, box. So he's just saying, I'm waiting to borrow my friend's truck, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is sounding good. So anyway, all right. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Anything else, Mr. Clifford, you want to add? No. Who's everybody picking in the games tomorrow? You oh, said okay. Cincinnati was going to win it all, so I assume you mean Cincinnati. I'm, I'm going for Cincinnati, and uh, I, I'm in all due respect to my good friends that are Giant fans. I'm going for San Francisco because no, Giants they don't hate any more anyone more than they hate the Eagles. <laughs> so that's who I'm going for. How about you, Ray? Uh, I w- I was leaning the same way, uh, Benga, but you know it's always one of these when everybody talks up a team you start thinking oh yeah that's a little too much of that talk but uh i thought the interesting thing was if if it could go that route <laughs> the, every time the bengals make the super bowl who do they play the niners so right. that would be kind of odd of the third third in a series but, except for last year uh they played the rams but right. uh, ralph yeah. who do you yeah. like um, well, I, I thought Casey would go all the way. Now with Mahomes, I doubt he's really going to be a hundred percent. He's not. I believe me. Uh, yeah. I I think I give the edge to Cincy. Uh, I like Philly. It looks like Philly's got their game together. I think. Uh, I think they're yeah. going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Um, I got a quick uh, Super Bowl trivia question. Oh, quick! Um, before you do that, quickly, yeah. I got a question. I want to squeeze in there. Who starts more games next year, Mackay Becton or Tua? For the Dolphins, Ralph. <laughs> um, who starts more games? Yeah, uh, Tua. Okay, Ray. Yeah, Tua. But I'm going to say a couple more. <laughs> I'm going to say Tua also. Okay, go ahead, Ralph. Your trivia question. In the history of the Super Bowl, how many of their games have been decided by one point? And who was what would name the games? Oh, I'm going to say one, but I can't name the game. I don't know the game. What do you say, Raywell? Wow. Um, I don't remember any, to be honest with you. So <laughs> I, I'll go with none. It is one. Yeah. It was, I guess, the Gulf War game, the Giants and the Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I said, there have been so many close Super Bowls. Yeah. But, you know, they rarely end up one point games. Yeah. Right. Right. Good question, Ralph. Okay. For uh, Ray Clifford and Ralph Schrager, Marty Shupak for Jets Rewind. Enjoy the games and uh, check out our sponsor, tballamerica.com. Until next time.